peace and many blessings. Wow. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the privilege we have to be in your presence. What an opportunity to be here, to hear your word. You have stated in your word that blessed is he whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto you. They will be satisfied with the goodness of your house and of your holy temple. We give you thanks. We count ourselves blessed. Therefore, please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Wow. Always a joy and an honor to see you in this beautiful cathedral, which was finished long ago. You don't know what it means to be in a church that was finished long ago. For you to, you have used it, uh, you are used to using it. Just say, uh, you are even tired. You see, but you must appreciate God for what He has done to have such a beautiful, this is one of the most beautiful church buildings in the city of Accra. Even you won't clap. It's like you don't believe it. Hey! People are, no people know. Hey! You actually didn't clap. Okay, I'll say it again. This is one of the most beautiful church buildings in the city of Accra. Hey! Look at some people, they won't clap. Just say, my boy, sir. My, my ear powerful. Young, young boys, you don't express excitement. Clap and give God praise and stop this. Yeah. Uh, young man, I'm looking at you. Clap like, aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how it's done. And it's okay to make some noise. Thank you. Okay, it's okay now. Hey. You say such a nice thing about our church, not just our boutinko. It's like, okay, we know it already. We are surprised you are now noticing. <laughs> ah. Well, for just a few minutes, I want to um, introduce the subject because it cannot be exhausted in the few minutes we have here on the art of understanding spiritual things. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 7, from verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom of God, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? 
even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. With things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but with the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Wow. Can you imagine that such a glorious verse is in the Bible, that I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Wow. But God, the Bible says, hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit. But then the Bible says that there are some people or a category of people that can never know these things and can never receive them. These fantastic and amazing blessings that God has prepared, that God has revealed, and yet you can be in a category that you can never know them because the Bible says they are spiritually descend. And, and so if you are not spiritual, you can never descend them because we have to compare spiritual things with spiritual. And then he says that the, the category is the, the natural man. Those who are natural cannot, not may not, not all things being equal, but he says that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You will never be found ever in that category. But you will be one who will embrace what God has prepared for you. Romans chapter 8. Beautiful. I appreciate the invitation because I have known your pastors from 1983. And it's good that we are still flowing and we are fellowshipping. We call ourselves, we check on ourselves, we make time to meet. And um, it's a blessing. Every time I'm invited here, I say to myself, I have to reciprocate because every good one good turn deserves another. But I'm building also a small cathedral. And so when I finish, I will be reciprocating. But I cannot bring your pastors, you know, out of this nice and put them in some dusty place. At all. Somebody say at all. I agree with you, sister. So it's coming soon we'll be there and 
I will, I will invite all of you to come also. Is it a good idea? Or you won't come? You are too used to your nice cathedral. Hey! Is it a condition? I feel some cool breeze. Eh? It's natural. Oh, wow. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. That's also a blessing. Romans 8. Okay. He says, verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. So, that, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So, today we are looking very briefly at how you can begin to understand things spiritually. The Bible says that we need to compare spiritual things with spiritual. And Reverend Hassan, in his introduction, made a point that there are some people, they come to church. God gives them complex messages they can't understand. He gives them simple messages they can't understand. There are some people, they cannot relate with what God is showing because they are natural. And you can be a believer, but you are still natural. A natural man is somebody who is tilted to things of, the, of nature and natural things. Always interpreting things by how he sees them as nature presents them. But when you are spiritual, you need to understand that God is always showing things. There are deep things God is showing. There are powerful things he's revealing. There are blessings he's un- unleashing. But if you are not spiritual... You will not embrace and you will not attract the things that God has prepared for you. That's why he says, the natural man, he cannot. He cannot. That's why you will never be natural. Amen, oh, amen is good. I like amens when I'm preaching. So I say amen. amen. Yes. But silence makes me nervous. It's as if you are assessing my preaching. And I've been here for so long that I don't think you are assessing my preaching. But because you are silent, I'm wondering whether you are checking me out, my dressing, my cross, my glasses, my this. I start feeling nervous. So when I'm preaching, say amen so that I can be released to preach. Ah. Sister Grace, are you following me? So I want to show you and perhaps demystify this whole subject on how to understand. Some people think that to understand spiritual things, you have to be very morose, very quiet, look straight, open your eyes, walk slowly, then you feel spiritual. Actually, you are natural because you are using natural things. To, to, to replace spiritual things and you are feeling powerful because it, it gives you that traditional ambience of spirituality. Hey. So let me just give you some one or two guys. Are you people asleep behind me or you are awake? That guy who is on his phone, is he sending a text or he's checking a verse? Huh? You are writing notes. I'll be checking it after church. 
why are you in the hole? Why don't you sit on the chair so we can see you? No, you, you, you'll be surprised. Sometimes people backslide this type of instrumentalists who are behind us and we can't see them. Yeah. The art of understanding spiritual things. What will make you understand spiritual things? Number one, events. How events can make you understand spiritual things? Ecclesiastes 1, 9. He says, the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done, is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything, verse 10, whereof it may be said, see, this is new. It had been already of old time, which was before us. Events. God will always use events to guide you to his spiritual moves. Yes. And before you see a vision of an angel appearing to you and hearing a voice that is calling to you to say, this is what God is saying, the Bible is saying, events, things that have been, is that which shall be. And if you are somebody who, does, who wants to understand things in a spiritual way, you have to tell yourself that what is this that has been before? It will help you to understand what even God is going to do. Before you meet a prophet to tell you that if you walk on a particular road, this is what will happen to you, the Bible says, that which has been, events that have been, eh? he says, is that which shall be. And if there's something whereof they say this is new, he says it has already been of old. If you take, for example, even our political landscape, what that which has been is that which shall be. This political party will come on the scene, they will grow up very powerful, V8, moving in town, people, 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 people. Very high and elevated beyond anybody who voted for them. Yes. Not on the ground to see what is going on. Feeling powerful and great. And always explaining things away. And then after four years, or even maximum eight years, that which was, that we saw, is that which shall be. But somehow, men don't seem to understand. It's like, how, what, will, what will happen in the politics is that which has been. is going to come again. And you see that as soon as the voting starts, they go to their room, they are drinking tea, they are happy because, you know, their billboards are everywhere, and so on. Until the numbers start flowing, and then they see that, hey, Kwejo! We are falling here, we are falling here, we are falling here. And I will ask myself that, did you not see what happened before? If you had learned from what happened, that which had happened, you would have learned by what had happened that it is the same thing that will happen again. That when you are high and elevated and you cannot condescend to men of low estate, 
eh, you will be surprised that the same terms that voted you in will be the same terms that voted you out. We were here when NDC was on. Eight years. Very powerful. Cannot see that we don't have roots. Cannot see that we don't have water. Cannot see that we don't have light. Every day, having something to explain. As if we, the human beings who are in the country, you know, we don't have eyes and we don't have ears. Then, President Kufour came. Not much billboards, not much fanfare, not much... I hear he used to go from house to house, they'll be laughing. Hey, he's walking from house to house. Hey, he, does he think that campaign is from house to house? We are doing mammoth rallies. As the numbers came, I heard one story. They were, some of the big guns were in some room. And then, um, the sitting president at the time was Rollins. He came and he found... One man, he said, he saw him, he said, hey, he was drinking tea. He asked the person, hey, oh, Tati. We are, we are falling in this region, falling in that region. You are sitting here, you are drinking tea. Just said, oh, Tati. They fell. Then MDC, MPP came. After eight years, they also felt powerful. They were great. Oh, we've advanced. Uh, we are moving forward, forward. It's not by that. Listen, what that which has been is that which shall be. And you may find prophets proclaiming, this one will win. This one will win. I don't know how sometimes these prophets speak. Because if you are a prophet and you speak and it doesn't come to pass, it's really a dent in your prophetic career. But sometimes they just look at where they have favors and they keep saying that you will win. When that which has been is that we shall be. When you observe events, it will really minister to you. You become almost like a prophet, but you have not seen visions. And NPP went again. Then NDC came. Oh, this, that, that. Come here. Our feet are on the ground. We are, we are in a comfortable lead. You can be on a comfortable lead. But that which has been, Jack. So when you are sitting on a chair, the Bible says that be diligent to know the state of your flock. Because the, the, the throne or the crown does not endure to every generation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you see a young woman who is in the church. This brother will propose. You say, oh, I'm praying about it. 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Then no brother is coming again. 32, no brother is coming. That which has been, sister, is that which shall be. You don't have to be a prophet or a prophetess. To predict that as people are proposing and you are chechering your home and you are bluffing, 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 a day will come when no one will come again. So if you are someone who is spiritual and you are, you see, so you see a pastor, he may not be a prophet, he may not say I've seen a vision, but because he has been a pastor for so long, he has observed many events and from the events he can comfortably predict how it will be because is there something new? The Bible says it has already been. It has already been. It has already been. And that is why everybody must be a master at history. Not just the history of 
Mansa Musa and this type of Utman um, Donfodio and this type of history. But I'm saying to you that the things that have been what you are seeing, yes, you are married. They are counseling you. You won't listen to the counsel. You will be misbehaving, whatever. You will see that the marriage gets fault. And it's not because there's a witch in your father's house or there's a wizard in your mother's house. But these events, they happen so much. The Bible says that that which has been is that which shall be. Eh? And is there anything where they'll say, this is new? They say, it has already been. It has already been. May God give you wisdom. May God give you wisdom. And you will see that many times you will be more as if you are a prophet. As if you are a prophet. You see a young man. You go into school, you are just playing around, playing around. Somebody can, it's not a prophetic word. You can just predict that the end of such a person is not a good way. Events. Events. Let me give you a verse in Proverbs 24. I am demystifying it for you. Number two, the next thing that you need to help you to understand things in a spiritual way is think deeply about whatever you see around you. Proverbs 24, verse 30, he says, I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown with weeds. Is that not so? With thorns. And nettles had covered the face thereof. And the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. Thinking deeply about things you see around you will deeply help you to understand what is going on in life. How does poverty come? He says, I went by the field of a man. Eh? That was what? I went by the field of a man of, a, of the slothful. The slothful. And the vineyard of the man void of understanding. I was passing by. I went by the field or the church of a slothful pastor. I went by the shop of a slothful businesswoman. I went by the, by the house of a slothful builder and a man void of understanding. How will you know what will happen to someone who is lazy? The Bible says, when I went by it, I saw that it had been covered with thorns. Nettles had covered it. Bush everywhere. And then what else? Verse 31, 31. Thorns had covered nettles. Stone wall was broken down. 32. Then I saw. 
And then I considered it well. And I received the instruction. So when something you, you are passing by a wedding, instead of just clap, hey, don't know, don't know, think deeply about what you are seeing. You will see that it's not every beautiful, every wedding that the bride is the most beautiful in the, in the church. Observe it. Consider it well. You see, what makes people not understand what is happening spiritually or all around them is because you can pass by something that is going... You don't think deeply. You don't consider it well. <laughs> so no instruction comes from you. He said, when I went by, the way I saw that walls are broken, thorns are filled, everywhere was bushy. He said, I, I thought about it. I saw it. Then I considered it very, very well. Eh? And then I looked upon it. I looked upon it. I looked upon it. And then he says, I received instruction. And what was the instruction? A little sleep. Because I'm sure he has been passing by every day. Guy man, no? Ah. He will go. When he comes, the guy is still asleep. He will go. He will come. The guy is sitting down. He has folded his arms. Hey. Then he said, ah, no wonder. The walls are broken. The tongues are now rising instead of nice crops. Because I looked at it, I looked at it, and I considered it. When you go for wedding, look very well. Look carefully. Assess the bride. You see that's not the most beautiful girl who is being married. And there are many most beautiful girls who are not getting married. <laughs> Think about it. Yes. Because God has prepared for you a good husband. A good, but you are not thinking deeply. When you are young and you are in the flower of your age, you will not consider it. Yes. As a church, I, I think when I come to your church, I observe, I'm looking. Your instruments, the music, the arrangement, I'm observing. I'm not just here to preach. I am here to also consider things well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I consider it very well. You may think that I'm not, I just came to preach, but I came to consider. I came to consider. But when you are spiritual, you consider things that you think deeply about them. Don't just walk by. You walk by the field of a, a person whose field is covered with thorns and nettles are covered it and the stone walls are broken down and then you just pass by. Meanwhile, God is speaking to you. God is giving you messages. God is revealing things to you but you are not observing. You are not thinking deeply so you are not seeing the messages. Oh, we have had in my church, we've had congresses. And conferences where we, we take Methodist Church, take Pentecost Church, then we tell ourselves that what are they doing that is working? Because John Wesley founded the Methodist Church, and for centuries the Methodist Church is still around. Yes, and we, how long have we been here? 
How long are we going to last for? We have to think about it when you see a church that is there and is standing. Instead of looking and saying, hey, they're just singing hymns. Oh God, our help in ages past. Our hope for years to come. Our shelter from the stormy blast. And our eternal home. This church is okay. They like hymns. So no, 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 no. There's more, more than hymns. They have been around for years. And if you are going to be around for years, learn the messages, the instructions. There will be instructions in the things that are happening and the things that are around you. Cry. Cry. I see a pastor who is preaching with a large congregation. I don't just say, hey, a church is working because the country they live in, the people are a lot. You see, you are not being spiritual. What God is saying is that God, you see, the, the man in Proverbs, he has, look at Proverbs 6. He, from verse 6, he talks about the ants. Go to the ants. You see, he is sending you, sluggard, lazy man, go to the ants. Without overseer, without guide, without ruler, without overseer. He gathers his food in the summer. Is that not so? Yes. He provides his meat in the summer and gathers it, the food in harvest. Because he knows that winter is coming. As an ant, when you are walking on cold ground, you will die. I better work in winter. I don't have anybody who is my overseer. I don't have anybody who is telling me that, Charlie, winter is coming, oh, be careful. But you see, he's telling you that if you were to go and see an ant, when you see an ant, what do you do? Bring the spray. Kill all of them. (laughs) Not knowing that God has powerful messages to guide you into lasting in all seasons, prosperity in all seasons, blessings without this type of blessing where your salary comes at the end of the month and then you just subsist and cover it by the 14th then you see that stars are showing around you sometimes 14 Christ long, 11th by the 11th you see that all your money is finished they have to go and see the Yoga Galicera and they put a stone on the wall because now 23rd or 24th is coming so that you can give her back her money and then continue again to the end you see you are not the, you have not gone to the end that's why your your prosperity is only lasting eh, in the summer but when you go to the end you say god that he gathers his food in the summer he, he provides it and he gathers it because he knows that a season is coming when he cannot gather and the season is very long ants are everywhere i went to the uk i saw ants there I came to Ghana, I saw ants here. They are surviving everywhere. It's like in all seasons, they are prospering. You want all season prosperity? Prosperity all season round, go to the ants. You see, what it means is that, go and find, you see, God is, you want to go and wait on God. I said, before you go, you see, we like seeing, we, we like visions. Because they, 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 they overwhelm us. Oh, most of us don't see. If somebody sees, he is very powerful to us. He's very wild. After all, even physically, those of us who see, eh, we have such great advantage over those who cannot see. 
and spiritually too. That's why you see people going to Achia Mountains. They are going to look for prophets. Achimota Station 4, Station 5, Station 15. You should see, there are freelance prophets walking around. When you go and wait on God, you see them. They will give you prophets, prophecies, personal ones. God is telling me something about your future. I don't know you, but something good is going to happen to you. Something good, something good, something good. But there are some enemies around who want to spoil it. <laughs> when you hear something, hey, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? You are following things, you can easily be deceived. I've heard within a few, these few months, about five stories of people who are going somewhere, then someone meets them and says, oh, go and show me a place. He says, oh, where? I don't know their place. Then a second person comes, oh, I know their place. Let us go and show him. Ah, but if you know, go and show him. Okay, no, help us to go. Then as they are going, they'll tell you that, oh, we have diamonds. If you, you have mercury, which you can find in iPad or you can find in money, that mercury can help it to multiply. The mercury will make the diamond big. I've heard it about five times. And most, on, on, on most of the cases, the people followed. They are following. Because you can't see. So when somebody claims to see that, then they'll give you a prophecy. I see that something good, your, your destiny is very bright. But I see something like a darkness that is coming over that one. A penumbra shadow is trying to overshadow it. No, what I'm saying to you is that God has messages. He has wisdoms for you. If you would think deeply about them. You hear him minister to you. He'll teach you. Without any hoodious complex manifestations of some wind that is going with heavy tongues. My God, send something. As if you are a magician. Think deeply about what you see. Think deeply. See somebody come with a nice car. Don't just say that cocaine money. No. Don't speak like that. Like an African. And not every prosperity is okay, money, but the mentality that somebody who is driving a nice car is probably from an, a wrong source is so much ingrained in us. Anytime it's like, oh, we cry, no, he has got it, but I'm sure his marriage is not working. Why? Yes. Yes. I've observed so many things as I'm walking here. You may not know the things I'm learning. I've learned, Papa. Number three. People. People. Understanding spiritual things by looking at people. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I'm reading verse 1. 1 and 2. Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Hmm? Or need we ask some others epistles of commendation to you? Or letters of commendation from you? Ye are our epistle written in our hearts. 
known and read of all men, for as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. He says, ye... Have you lowered my mic? Manager, Evo, I think you have lowered my mic. Give me, give me, get me back to where I was. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to shout. Why? I understand. Listen, do we need begin to commend ourselves or need we as some others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? Then he says, ye are epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. You are a text message. You are a letter. Known and read. Men can read you. Men can read you. So can you also read others. Yes. Yes. You can understand spiritual things by observing people. They are letters God has written them. It's not with pen, not with ink, not with, 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 uh, with even a stone. It is, it is something that the Holy Ghost is that you are letters. When people see you, they are reading things. Yes. Known and read of all men. Ye are epistles. Uh, our epistle, you are our epistle. Written in our hearts. Known and read of all men. Now observe singers. Years ago, I, I used to be a worship leader in my church. I started reading the letters that singers were, have, were, were, were showing around. And I observed and I realized that many singers who never graduate into preaching, they don't last. <laughs> musicians, who are musicians? I looked in Ghana. I said, hey, where is this person? Nobody knows. Why is this person? He's, nobody knows. Why is this person? He has gone through the bush. Why is this person? He's now in secular music. Why is this person? Say, hey. Why is this person? He's a pastor somewhere. You see him on the scene, still singing, still preaching, because he's now preaching. I went international. Why is this person? He has become a homosexual. Why is this person? He's divorced. Why is this person? He almost committed suicide. Why is this person? He's a preacher. The ones who have been preachers and are preaching are still on the scene. The ones who are not preachers are drying up. Yeah. Hey, I read, the, I read the letters. I saw it. Yeah. These were epistles. You see, they are epistles. God is showing you. God is revealing. He's revealing by His Spirit. He's revealing it to you. It's a message. Gallivanting, singing. I saw one. He's singing in this church. He never sits in one church. To be taught and trained by one pastor. This Sunday he pre- he's singing here. The next Sunday he's singing there. The next Sunday he's singing there. You hear, he has committed fornication. He has slept with this person. He has a child with this one. He has a child with that one. I say, hey! A musician who is just in your fame. You are just guy. Today you are central. Tomorrow you are global. The next day you are action. You've gone to uh, global, uh, uh, where the life church. You have gone to Jesus Christ of... Uh, New Creation International Ministries. Then now you are the gospel of the word I gave is only because that whosoever believes in the word international ministries. <laughs> when you see them gallivanting, I saw one like that. I heard. 
I said, he doesn't have money. He has sold his car. He can't take transport to go from one place to another. I said, ah, this popular singer, hey, what is this? It was a letter. I was reading it. Known and read. It's like written. The Holy Spirit has written those letters. You see people who are borrowing loans. Today you have, you have, you have got a car. You, you haven't finished paying them. Why are you saying? Borrowing from here, borrowing. You see the guys in the church. He borrows from this one, pays this one. Then he, he, when this one is taking him to police station, then he comes to borrow from this guy. Then to go and sort you out. Then he owes you now. Hey! I look at you and say, these are letters, written epistles. You have to read it. You are looking for angels to appear to you. They are already here. They are written on the tablets of our hearts. Epistles written. But you are not reading them. Not reading them. See a church. They are around. They are not going anywhere. Just in one place. Very powerful. Very great. They are not going. They don't go. They, no branch. Just themselves. Excited. Hey. Then you see. A scattering. You no longer hear of the preacher. You no longer hear of the church. You no longer. The impact of it has waned. Has dried up. It's a letter. A letter. It says, ye are the epistles. You are the epistles written in our hearts. Known and read of all men. It's a letter. Our eyes are too fixated on mysterious things which are not... We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. He says, if the princes of this world had known it, they would never have crucified the, the Lord of glory. They would not. Because you see, one step logic says that the guy is a bad man, let's kill him. But you don't realize when you are, you are dealing with God that it's a mystery. The way down is the way up. Or the way up is the way down. Your lights want to go off? Hey, lights, you better stay there and stop that. Yeah. In God, He says, if you are humble like a child, you are the one who will be the greatest. Observe it. Observe it. Yes. I was there when my bishop said, Pierre, I've moved to, out of this Kodesh. This is our headquarters. Let's move out and go and start something new. Yeah. Because we've built a church. Let's, first of all, the wisdom is succession. Let us see how this church will be like when we are not here. Let's bring younger bishops to come and pastor it. Hey! Ahead of. Never seen it here. But it's done in some places. So you observe and say, wow. You don't have to retire. About to die. Before you bring somebody to replace you. are in the soccer match. It's not when you are dying before they replace you. Sometimes the guys run and they say, come, 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 go out, bring somebody new. You wonder that, why are they changing the guys? Very popular and he's very known. If he's in the team, they'll win. No. Coach has seen that his legs are tired. Coach has seen he's not going into the spaces that he has been allotted to go. Come, 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 there's somebody with fresher legs. I don't want to play religion. 
and dry up having the form of religion. But I have dried up and I'm dead. The Bible says that there are some that have the form of, godly, of, of godliness or religion, but they deny the power thereof. They have the form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. I don't want to just become a traditional church that you are just there, you go, you come, you go, you come. Just go, you come, you go, you come. No, I have to make impact. He said, let's go out of here. I said, oh, it's a good idea. I, I don't know. So where do I go? He said, I've gone to the university. It's very nice. Bishop Saki was in the Kuda. He said, oh, you stay there. Okay, T is there. And then you find some small branch in the airport. Go and be there and see what you can also do. I said, when am I going? He pointed to the floor. This Sunday. No fanfare, no send-off party, no bye-bye to the congregation, no catching of fans to say bye-bye. Not even a, a group of people to follow me that let them go. If I gave me one bass guitarist and one singer, and he said, you can go now. We went. Yes. He said, don't just stay here and dry up. And I would have been the worship leader in the church at, at, at now, at this age, at this time. Still a worship leader. Hey! Oh, Jack. There are younger, fresher legs with more energy. Hey, I remember when I used to leave, I could, I could Hop like this for one hour. No, no tiredness. Today, give the Lord a jump. When I go once, the rest, I just balance myself and I'm just. just yes. You will dry up. Read the letters that the Holy Spirit gives you. an instrumentalist. Aim to be a preacher. Don't settle for playing keyboard the rest of your life. You've been the keyboardist for CFCC. Long service hour. 25 years. Now I beg you plaque. Oh. That's pure religion. There's no power in it. For in him we move. In him we live. In him we move and have our being. There's movement in God. Many God. Read letters, read it. Read it. We put James McKeon down. Unfortunately, they didn't have much written about him, no book. So you just find their minutes, the minutes of Church of Pentecost. That's what they are using now. He wrote one little pamphlet like this. That's the main book about his life. But his life, a foreign man of God who has come from Scotland come to a foreign land, build church, churches that are moving from country to country, city to city. Amen. It's a letter. Jack, it's a letter. We will be sitting here. We have been in the church 20 years, not even one member that we have even added to the church. Hey, now go heaven. Must I go and empty handed? There's a hymn like that. Must I meet my Savior's soul? Not one soul with which to greet him. Must I go and empty handed? 
Must I go and empty handed? Must I meet my Savior so? Not one soul with which to greet him. Must I empty handed go? Must I go and empty handed? Must I meet my Savior so? It must be the throbbing heart of a believer. I read the letters. See, sing a year where will release the album? So me, I don't even have one album. Release the album so today, today he doesn't have a car. He cannot drive. He has become a pauper. He is not one. I've seen two. I've seen three. I've seen four. I've seen five. I've seen six. In Ghana, in America, in everywhere. You see them. A letter, I'll read it. And when I read, it's a text message that has been sent to me. I have to read the text message and say, hey, Jack. And then the last one. The last one. This is how. Develop yourself to, to do these things. You, you will be understanding many spiritual things. The last one. Okay, last but one. Last but one. Revelation. The key of revelation. Galatians 1, 11 and 12. Paul is writing, he says, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Fantastic. So this is, this is the realm of the mystical. Which, where I got the gospel I'm preaching, I didn't, nobody, I didn't go to any Bible school, nobody taught me. He says, I got it by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Once I saw him, he said, God revealed his son in me, and for me to make him known, immediately, I did not confer with flesh and blood. I took off. I started preaching. Not many people have that. But that is also another realm. Where God reveals things to you by revelation. So let me give you a prayer to pray. Will you pray it? Will you pray it? Will you pray it? This is one of the main keys for understanding spiritual things. It's a prayer. Ephesians chapter 1. Check verse 16 out. Manager, where are you? Come to me. He says, I cease not to give thanks for you. Verse 15 says, since I heard of you, the mention of you, I've never stopped praying for you. Okay, verse 17. 17. That the prayer he was praying for them was what? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ... Eh? the Lord of glory or the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. You see, the revelation in the knowledge of Him is that you know God, you know things by revelation, not by experience. Amen. You see, some people say experience is the best teacher. I, 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 I reject it. Jack, if experience is the best teacher, manager... By the time you learn some things by experience, you will not live to tell the story. Eh? If you go by experience the best year, you wait to have to experience everything before you actually live your life. By the time you discover the things by experience, you are finished. I prefer to know the knowledge of God by revelation. He says, eh, he says that he will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. It's like things are revealed to you. You see, when things are revealed to you, you are like someone who has experienced it by experience. 
You have not had an accident and, and broken your leg and are advising young men who have got a new car and are, are pressing the accelerator till it hits the floor. Just from here now, before you can get to the Burma camp traffic light, you have reached 140. It's like, where are you going? Oh, the car is not me, it's the car. Okay, no problem. It's not you, it's the car. No problem. <laughs> but there's somebody who is saying, hey, young man, relax. I've been there. Then we say, I remember. I was a young man. I was a young man. I was, I was employed at Liver Brothers. Within four years, I became the manager in charge of the whole of Beta Crab. Cats were not a thing that I struggled with. I bought my nicest, my dream sports car. It was a Porsche. One day I decided to test it on the Temamoto way. You will tell your story, then you say, you know, and the Temamoto was not like it is today. Very smooth, very flat, and in those days there were no many cars around. I prayed accelerator. I got to 100. I felt it was very good. 120. I didn't feel anything. I was as though I was standing. 150. I said, Wow. What car is this that can fly that you don't feel like you're in a car? It's like you're sitting in your sitting room. I was on. I hit 170, 180. By the time I got to 200, everything was passing by me. Shim, shim, shim. I don't know what happened. A cow came to cross. My son. Only God. You would not have heard me say this to you. <laughs> By the time I applied my brakes, I thought that I was flying like an aeroplane. The car landed on, on the roof. My neck was almost broken. I lost one finger. <laughs> so I want to advise you that speeding is a very dangerous thing. From my experience, then you show your finger. Learn from my experience. <laughs> then you, you reveal a mark on your neck. Learn from my experience. Wow, then the boy will be very sober. Jesus. So when he sees his car that is there, then he says, Hey, hey, take your time. When you get to 100, you come back to 90. Because experience has taught you, isn't it? But there is somebody who needs experience. But by, he will know it by revelation. It's like the thing is revealed to you and it's so clear and it's so loud as though you have actually had an accident and almost died and survived. And you are speaking like someone who has been in an accident. But it's not by accident, but it's by revelation. By revelation. By revelation. I heard Papa Hagen of Blessed Memory say, that he prayed this prayer for about 12 years or 15 years. That the Lord will give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So it's like your knowledge of God is not by experience. The God that answered by fire, let him be my God. The God that answered by fire, let him be my God. You, you, you sing that song. It's not bad. It's a good song to sing at certain times. But it's not always true. Because sometimes he doesn't answer by fire. Even the fire will come, Christ, not the, he's not the one. The same person who had fire come down to lick the sacrifice. Within a few verses, he saw fire and the Bible said, God was not in the fire. 
You can't fix God in a box and say, when you see fire, let your send your mighty power down, down now. Oh Lord, down, down. No, there's one that caused a fire. Eh? Fire, fire, fire. Fire, follow me. Since the day of Pentecost, that fire came. Jack, have you ever heard of fire anywhere? Sometimes God will hear what Nadia Bakupe will It's finished. It's left for you now to follow him by revelation. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Uh-huh. That you may know. See, when your eyes are enlightened, you see, you will say, say huh? you know, sometimes when you're in class and they are teaching, you don't understand. You be... Then they will explain something and then they'll get a certain answer. And they say, ah! I see. No, you are not seeing. What you are, not with your physical eyes. You are seeing with the eyes of your understanding. Amen. Yes. Pray the prayer. Yeah. Pray it. I pray it virtually every day. That my eyes will be open. I'm reading the Bible. I want my eyes to be, the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened. That I may know, number one, the hope of his calling. Number two, the riches of the glory of the inheritance he has in the saints. And number four, what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he demonstrated when he raised Christ from the dead and set him at his own right hand. Far above principalities and powers. You see, unless it's revealed to you, you will not even understand it. Even when I say, shall we pray? We want to pray that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened. You, you say, oh, what prayer is this? Let's bind some demons. You see, you'll be cool, cool, sitting down. When we call for demons to be attacked, you see yourself as if, uh, now, that, now that your anointing has come. Then you throw your hands, you throw your hands, then you throw your hands, then you make your hand like a hammer. But when I say pray for the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened, so you will know the hope of his calling. What is in his calling? What is the purpose of his calling? What's the end result of his calling? What is it when you follow his calling? How, how, how does it end? The hope of his calling. And the, what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance he has in the saints? There must be something in believers that God likes so much. The riches, the value, some, wealth, some, some worth, something that is of worth. The, the riches of his glory, in, of his inheritance in the saints. And the exceeding greatness of his power, which is at work in us. It's revelation that makes us believe that God's power is, power, is more powerful than Juju power. Amen. It's by revelation. revelation. It's not by logic. If you are natural, you cannot uh, understand it. That's why it says that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that you may know. When you pray, pause prayers are spiritual prayers. Read Ephesians chapter 3.16. He says that, that he will grant unto you that you will be strengthened with might in the inner man with his spirit. Or by the spirit, strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Pray those prayers. Suddenly when you take the Bible, you ask yourself that, hey, now I'm understanding. Now it looks fresh, it sounds fresh to me. Hey, I've never had such an interpretation of this particular passage. I've read it more than a hundred times. Something has been revealed to you now. Pray for the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. 
that you will know the hope. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure there will be more things I can talk about when I talk about teachers. The Bible says that the teachers, it will be my, it's the last one, but I won't talk about it. I'll just mention it. You write it. When we're in SU, they used to give us, when the man would preach, you give us 14 verses for one point. Go home and, teach, and check. The key of having teachers in your life. Second Chronicles 15.3 He says, Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. There was no peace in them that went out or in them that came in. There was no peace. When there are no teachers, there is no peace. The, the teaching priest was not there. So there was no peace to him that went out. <laughs> May God give you great teachers. Stand to your feet, please. Teachers reveal many things you don't understand. Teachers of the word of God, they will teach you. They will reveal them to you. My God, may you know and experience it. Close your eyes and just pray that God will help you to all these things we have mentioned. The events. The things to think deeply about. Yes, people who are letters for you to read. The spirit of wisdom, the revelation that God will reveal many things to you and teachers. Yes. May God give you teachers to guide you into all truth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Le Romo Saframada. Thank you, Master. That candere de Bosafa. La Rinemo Sakande Beteri Halaya. Remo Satandara Mashikele Mosafahaya. Oh Jesus, Masanda Baturia Masahaya, Larimo Kasande Bataya Kaligoratise, Via Mahanikele Moshahaya, Rani Mokatandirimiteria Babaya, Balike Sutaya, yes Lord, yes Lord, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear, oh yes Lord, that when we pass by, we can, we can think deeply about the things we see. For the valuable lessons that will, will bring us into the wealth of, of, of blessings and knowledge and understanding that you have for your people. Oh, Master, may we develop this particular art of understanding spiritual things that will never be natural in our understanding of what we must do, what we must say, where we must go, what we must do. Talige Safamataha. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks. Give you blessing. Give you thanks. Place your hand on your, on your head. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for the power of God and the blessing of the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone here. As we have heard your word, Lord, that we will not be natural. 
that will not be just logical, but Lord, we will follow the, the, the lessons and the instructions and the, and the guidance of your spirit, Lord. As we walk by and we see the fields of slothful men, as we walk by and look at men and people whom, who, who are letters that you are writing for us to read and to, and to glean lessons and, and guard ourselves and save ourselves, Lord, and save our future. Oh, Father, open the eyes of our understanding and enlighten our eyes give us revelation give us revelation revelation of of what to do revelation of where to go revelation of what to say oh yes lord i pray for everyone here thank you for this wonderful ministry thank you for this wonderful church may you continue to bless us and continue to help us in jesus mighty name amen